0: Welcome to the one-stop shop for photography, sales, marketing, and branding wizardry. At Wolf Island, we help awesome photographers and videographers take their business from failing to freaking awesome. It's going to be fun and it's going to get silly because life's too short to be boring.
1: But we'll tackle real-life business issues with Q&As, live interviews, and current news reviews to leave you buzzing and ready to take your photography business to the next level of awesome.
0: Glad you can join us this week. We're going to be talking about boundaries with clients when it comes to communication because we've got some interesting stories. And I think that's probably for us as wedding photographers is probably the biggest place that people will... Uh, maybe it's just not respect our boundaries and or not know about them which is fine as well but sometimes we've just got to have the power be empowered to tell people what is and isn't okay i guess
1: there are a lot of different boundaries that need to be drawn but we are talking specifically about communication when and how you communicate with clients and how they can communicate with you now the, the reason that we've chosen this topic is this one is key to protecting your work-life balance and ultimately protecting your sanity (laughs) because otherwise you will find yourself answering messages 24 7 and clients getting very angry if you're not answering them immediately even if you're on a day off with your family or maybe you're even at a wedding yourself so it's Oh,
0: I've just remembered right. a great story of mine that I completely forgot about. We'll tell my story later. Oh,
1: I, I, I like about you my tell story. story. Yeah, well, I've yeah. always got endless stories. Yeah. I love my stories. <laughs> yeah. This is about
0: a re- yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, it, this this topic for this podcast um, actually did come because I had um I had an issue with a with a client who booked in through all the usual like system and everything seemed fine, and then immediately after she'd booked, she said. From now on, I'm going to send you voice messages. Now, for some people, that would be absolutely fine. For me, a voice message is my worst nightmare. Like, I absolutely hate it. Sis- my little sister was trying to get me to use Voxer. I don't even know if like that's still going. I or, think it, it is, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's just a voice messaging service. So you, instead yeah. of getting a text, you get a long message from someone going, So, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that... Um, <laughs> Oh my goodness. I've I'm got like... family
0: members who do that to me as well still. Really? On Facebook same Messenger. People... On Facebook
1: yeah. Messenger. Yeah. And same, I just same. I can't I can't like I just don't have the concentration or the patience for it. I mean, some people that like, that they absolutely thrive on it. They love it.
0: Yeah, in a sixty second message, you're probably gonna get three seconds of actual useful. You you
1: happen to listen through all these ums and ahs (laughs) and like to actually get to the information that you need. And I I don't like to spend any longer than necessary doing admin. So I don't want to sit listening to long messages trying to find the information (laughs) contained within (laughs) (laughs) that I actually need to know. So, I mean, some of you might be absolutely fine with it. But for me, I did not want to get voice messages. So... And I, you know, I, ha- I had to be very strong because I don't want my client to feel like I don't care about her. I don't want her to feel like I'm not prepared to communicate with her. And I don't want her to feel embarrassed. Ultimately, if I have to say, no, I don't want you to do that to me. Um, so you know, I am aware that, you know, as business owners, we're in a very tricky situation because we want to be able to draw boundaries yes. for our own sanity. But at the same time, we're Balancing that with it, with an awareness that our clients have expectations and needs. And if we don't meet them, yes. then they might be unhappy and unhappy. then they might bad mouth us. And so there's a lot of fear yeah. involved with our decision making and boundary setting. And we can often compromise on the things that feel comfortable to us yeah. because we're worried about how that's going to be received by our client and ultimately how that's going to impact on our business and on our reputation. just
0: having people, not even that, I think just for me, having people unhappy with me would be enough of a punishment. Oh, yeah. uh, not not bad, bad mouthing or anything like that or bad reviews. It's, well, especially it's when just, we, we know, want our clients
1: pudding. to be very happy. Precisely, yeah. And most of my clients are very happy. Yeah.
0: And most of our photographer friends and people we ever talk to who are photographers want their clients to be happy. That's all yes. they're interested in doing.
1: But that can that can become an extreme when you actually in a desire to make your clients happy, you run around doing everything that they want at the expense of your own resources. And by resources, I mean your time, your <laughs> yeah. energy, emotions and your sanity. <laughs> it's not all about the money. <laughs> These other factors are very important, too. And it will be a recipe for burnout if you're running around yeah. exhausting yourself of your time, so your energy, your emotions and your um your attention yeah. and your time. So. So I had to, I mean, I've been going through a personal journey myself, particularly in the last year of learning how to feel confident with my boundary setting, just even in my own personal life. And I think that's just something that people, I think it's just part of maturing. It's part of growing. Everybody is constantly learning how to draw boundaries, in their interpersonal relationships with other people so when she messaged me and said (laughs) and she said from now on I'm going to send you voice messages immediately my mind went oh no you're not (laughs) not (laughs) which I was kind of a triumph even for me to think like that because in the past I would think oh no she wants to send me messages and I don't know what to do because maybe I should and maybe that's what yeah that you know maybe I'm being unreasonable if I don't but to even have the confidence in my mind to go yeah no you won't be doing that Yeah. Because I know that that's going to drain me. I know that that's going to stress me out. And so I need to draw a boundary now. So I sent her a message just saying, like, you know, oh, I'm really I'm really sorry, just so that I can keep everything in one place. It would be it would be very helpful if you can email me. By emailing, that means she can't send me a voice message. <laughs> just emails alone and written messages. I'm afraid we're gonna have to just restrict it to that. Did she message back like, oh yeah, no problem, like absolutely fine. So all like I could have been one, yeah. I could have been incredibly stressed and worrying and losing sleep over how do I tell her that I don't want voice messages and that yeah. I want to do emails instead. And is that gonna be seem unreasonable? Is she gonna be unhappy with me? Is she gonna badmouth me? Is it gonna taint our relationship at this early stage? For absolutely no reason, because she was absolutely fine. Totally. I equally could have been running around, just thinking, yeah, "Oh, I'm just, not, I'm it. not confident enough to tell to her what <laughs> I want. She's been confident enough to tell me what she wants. I need, I need to be confident enough to tell her what I want. Absolutely. But if I'm not, I could, I could just, just buckle to her what she wants, run around doing what she wants for the next, I think, a year, a year until, yeah. well, possibly a year and a half. I can't remember now. A Year and a half, I think. And, and actually running myself into the ground for no reason because okay. she was absolutely fine. When I just said to her, actually, it would be better for me if we do this, she was like, oh, yeah, no problem.
0: Because some clients are totally demanding and you can't avoid that as an unfortunate fact of life. Some people are just a bit rude and demanding. But the vast majority of times when this happens, I think it's just people who didn't realise. They just made some assumptions about how they like to live yeah. and they just go ahead. Um, and as soon as they t- you tell them you're... Preferences. Then, like, oh, okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, because
1: you know, for this client, she loves voice messages. For her, she's got a young family. She's running around. She doesn't have time yeah. to text Sitting her right thoughts. Yeah. It's much easier to just hold the phone to her mouth and speak her thoughts. So she sends voice messages. So she had no idea that voice messages are incredibly stressful for me. Yeah, and so I just had to have the confidence to say, actually, this is the way it works in my business and the way you communicate with me. And it's just knowing that you're juggling a lot of things as a business owner and you need to be free to to create the structure that you can work within, that you will feel happy in, that you can thrive in and that you can feel free in so that you do have time off and that you can draw boundaries for a work life balance and knowing that you're allowed to do that.
0: Yeah, my example of a story is probably the wrong (laughs) way of dealing with it oh no well you might remember it when i tell you um so i i had i had an email from one of my brides on the morning of a day off and i think i i always check on a day even if on a day off i would check my emails just in case it's something like serious or something and they need me to get back so i checked and i thought it's not important it was just a few questions about a wedding market as unread I'll deal with it tomorrow when I'm back at work. (laughs) Well, I think within three hours, she'd emailed another two times just to check I'm still a photographer. And then I don't know quite how. There must be some crossover somewhere. She'd got SJ's phone number and rang SJ.
1: It's because at that time, our websites were linked um because we both had our separate photography businesses ah, so i think she'd right. gone through your website to my website to contact me to find out where that's you right. were and at this point it'd only been like five hours i think it'd been five hours she sent totally the original email
0: bless her heart <laughs> and like don't get me wrong she was lovely there was nothing wrong nothing wrong with her she wasn't demanding she wasn't any of that sort of stuff like on the wedding day it was great uh, the afterwards as well you know it was just her frame of mind her way of thinking But I then made the decision, all right, well, I can't have a ringing SJ again. So I just thought, well, it doesn't matter. Whenever she specifically emails me, I'll just immediately respond, no matter what, um, to the best of my ability. And... So that added a bit of stress to my life. You know, it probably wasn't necessary, but it wasn't major. So it was the wrong thing to do. Like SJ is saying today, it just needed to tell her, look, sometimes it'll be 24 hours. Sometimes it'll be 48 hours if, I've, if I'm on a day off. That's just, just the way life lives.
1: That's interesting because I actually did have to do that two weeks ago with right. the same client who, who messaged me. And I didn't I didn't get back to her because she messaged late. She had messaged in the evening and I'd already finished work. I was on a day off the next day. So oh, yes. I messaged, by the time we got to the next morning, mm. she had messaged me saying, Was I still a photographer? No, like, like, oh, I didn't realize. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. So this literally oh, happened. Bless her. Like, I know. And so I'm like, Of course, I'm then thrown into this panic. Like, was that was that unreasonable you know that I didn't message right. her on my day off because she's now panicking yes. that, that I've stolen her money and that I'm not going to turn up to the wedding I don't want my clients feeling like that yeah of course that kind of thing erodes your resolve to have strong boundaries and a strong work-life balance this worrying that your clients are
0: ex- going an emotional turmoil yeah
1: and that you're causing it <laughs> by having a day off yes um that's a
0: good example yeah
1: and i understand you know you could set an out of office but like it's it's a bit of a faff to set up an out of office every single time you're having a day off
0: Um, especially for us it's a different day every week
1: yeah so so i actually did what you kind of wish that you'd done all those years ago with that client that i messaged her and i said uh, you know i'm so sorry thank you for your patience i was on a day off yesterday um you know i definitely don't want you to be worrying just know i will always reply to you if i'm in the office i will i will usually reply immediately if there's a delay it's because i'm on a day off or because i'm travelling or i'm at a wedding itself but but like be reassured it will always be within 48 hours you will always get a reply from me even if i'm on a day off yeah. you will get a reply from me yeah um she messaged like you know and i you know i was worried like oh no is she going to feel embarrassed and she did feel a bit embarrassed and she said to me oh like you know i'm really sorry if i stepped out of line messaging you on your day off you know so i'm like no like and i had yeah i had majorly reassured her her in the email and i just reassured her again i said no it's absolutely fine i want you to message me anytime you've got a question i just don't want you to be worrying if there's a slight delay in my reply it's usually because i'm just out of the office for a day for a wedding for a day off or i'm traveling but just know (laughs) i will always get back to you and everything's fine now do you know we've got very warm emails going back and forward. so so it's just like you said that is that what you were mentioning when you said i wish that i'd done that those years ago was yeah, it that kind I'd done, of thing yeah done
0: something solid like i think that's great it's doing something that just lets uh, lets them know what what the what the deal actually is so that they're not wondering yeah um unfortunately some people I, I don't want to say freak out, but it's the only phrase I can think of right now because they're, you know, they're not just sitting there freaking out over nothing. They've just got a concern in their mind that they're thinking about and it's become big. Yeah. And they've got nothing from you. They, and why would they? Because they're on day off and that's fine. Yeah. But they just need that little bit of reassurance. Some people out there need that little extra reassurance. Mm. Um, and, and I could look at it and think, oh crap, I've done something really bad. Or I could just let them know that it's okay because it's actually there insecurity about whatever whatever however they're living their life and and that's absolutely fine for them to live their life their way but i just need to make sure that i can communicate those pretty simple things to make sure they're confident and feel confident in who i am
1: yeah Um, and it's part of what i've been learning on my own personal boundary journey this last year mm. learning that most of the issues in relationships is because a lot is unsaid A lot is assumed and a lot is tried to be implied. And so messages get very distorted and (laughs) muddy and nobody really quite knows what's going on. And everybody's (laughs) worrying what somebody else thinking and what they're feeling and what do I need to do next. and, And that's where a lot of the stress comes from. And just learning that actually healthy boundaries is knowing what you want, what you like and what you're prepared to do. And communicating that to a person and then not worrying what they're thinking or what they might be feeling, just waiting for them to take control of their life, to think what they like, what they want and what they prepare to do and to communicate that clearly back to you. And that's how conversation happens. Yeah. <laughs> and knowing that that... So in order for that to happen, I need to be able to assess very clearly for myself, what do I want? What makes me happy? What can I cope with? What can't I cope with? And communicate that very clearly and give the person the opportunity and the invitation to do the same back to me. Right. And then we can reach a mutual compromise. Yeah. And that's been so freeing. It sounds like a really simple thing. But I think in reality, it doesn't. It's it's difficult because it's scary, I think, isn't
0: it? It feels confrontational. It feels like you're asserting yourself. Demanding, Yeah. It feels like a lot of things, but actually, I think it's so important. Yeah. So important. So this girl, uh, f- for me, you know, I think something similar had happened like six months later because, of course, I'd never dealt with it. Ah, uh,
1: interesting. So it did, I,
0: I can't remember now. I just remember it happened again because I couldn't. With the
1: same client? Yeah, with the oh, same client I uh,
0: because I never actually challenged it head on. Mm. The wedding was fine. Everything was fine. As um, It was just, it happened a couple of times. And, and of course, I'm also living with the pressure of knowing I'll, if if she ever I'll have to do it immediately because that's the decision I'd made that wasn't I don't think was the best one in that scenario I could have explained to her and just spoken to her directly and that would have made my life a lot easier
1: so here's your challenge then looking back what do you wish that you'd said to her how would you have communicated with her and what boundaries would you have drawn now I'm putting Matt totally on the spot here I have not well, prepared think, him for this but I think
0: it's just exactly the same as you uh, it was just been a case of hey, um, just so you know, uh, sometimes I'm on a day off or I'm at a wedding as well. That's another possibility. So I won't be able to re- reply for at least you know around that 36-hour mark. So don't worry if you don't hear from me. Within 48 hours, I will reply. It's just that I can't in those scenarios. I'm always wanting to hear from you. I'm always wanting to read your emails. I'm always available, but I'm, I'm not always able to respond. Um uh, you know and i think i think that would just assuage all the fears You know? oh
1: yeah definitely so in the, you know it's possible that doing that would have meant that you didn't have that recurring incident oh, with yeah. her later on i think so and um, as far as i can tell with my my client from two weeks ago everything's absolutely fine with yeah. her now um, because she knows exactly what to expect and i feel relax that I've, yeah it I'm sounds working. like
0: she's able to assert herself and tell you what she wants and what she doesn't want so if you yeah. were there was a problem she would have told you by now that like it's not cool or something like. and
1: that. so the only other thing i would add to this um we've kind of mentioned it already but just to make it very clear when you're having to draw boundaries with the person because of our own boundary issues and most people have boundary issues that's just the way life is and we're all learning as we get older how to have stronger boundaries because of the panic that you can feel about having to assert your boundaries you can send an email back that's a little bit too cold and clinical like no i'm just on a day off like i can't so all i would say is just know that you are absolutely within your rights to communicate your boundaries about how and when you communicate and what and what the client can expect from you but also know that from their point of view they they were just worried yes. they were just and so just make a conscious focused effort to reassure them to say you are incredibly valued valuable to me i really care about your experience yeah, i want to make good. sure that you're happy so not only are you being very clear and very communicative about your boundaries but you are also being very gentle very tender very compassionate to them and so that they know that they are supported that they are loved even though you are drawing strong boundaries with them
0: <laughs> very lovely in here <laughs> i love you so
1: much Why my you...
0: wonderful client <laughs>
1: I love you. Yeah, maybe like make, check it with a friend first before you yeah. send it in, case yeah,
0: yeah. it, in case it's too too gushy. Yeah, it's
1: too gushy, too gushy. <laughs> to to be fair, that is pretty good advice. I mean, to check the email with people, we check often our emails with each other. Yeah, if it's a tricky email, we check
0: it with each other. I'll just get you to write it more like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really mind that, but you know,
1: i've I've got um I've got friends who check emails with me before they send yeah. them. You know, and and I don't, you know, that's kind of why friends are there. Um, so you'll have members of your family or, or members of the photography community who you can connect with, who you trust yeah. and can just say, look, can you just can you look at this email? Do I come across all right? You know, is there any because sometimes having that external eyes can really help. Somebody can say, oh, you, you sound very apologetic when actually I don't think you need to be. Yes. Or they might be like, you sound very cold and clinical when I think you're actually wanting to. Yeah. sound a bit warmer do you know so they can just give you that second opinion oh it's so interesting it really to have
0: helps. A second opinion you know a, a friend of ours was writing an email response to someone a client the other day uh, about something that was unhappy and they were apologizing for something that we felt they shouldn't apologize for which of course would open them up to bigger problems with that client yeah so it's actually really important Much they didn't apologize problems. for something that wasn't their problem yes yeah, the so, so we actually
1: we actually made the email less apologetic still very warm but not apologetic and it completely solved resolved within one email everything was resolved when it had the potential to escalate into something very serious so it's
0: just having a third party that you can sort of bounce ideas off and whatnot it really helps yeah
1: yeah definitely so if you don't have friends in the photography community yet just go out of your way to make some get talking in forums best way yeah meeting up with coffee for people or skype coffees or you know and you will very quickly find your people those people that I you connect to just
0: imagined a mm-hmm. skype coffee is <laughs> you both sit down at your laptops with hot coffee in your hand and then throw the coffee at the camera oh wow that's, isn't that weird that's, that's what i imagined and then you sort of like, <laughs> yeah you just sort of baptize each other in hot coffee oh well, there digitally. we go well,
1: well on that note baptizing people in hot coffee <laughs> will probably call it a day <laughs> but no i seriously i hope that has been helpful because it sounds like a simple topic until you're in the middle of it with until a client and then right. suddenly yeah. all the lines are very blurred everything's Terrifying. very stressful
0: yeah absolutely so yeah. build your boundaries get some friends to do yeah. the journey with so th-
1: this, okay. this is the podcast to come back to
0: <laughs> yeah when it's
1: Yeah, when you find yourself with a difficult (laughs) client who is making demands that you don't want to meet, but you feel like maybe you should, this is the one to come back to.
0: Head over to wolfisland.com and become a resident to start transforming your photography business into the unstoppable success you deserve.
1: And don't forget the Wolf Island Photography Business Exchange on Facebook, where you'll find the best discussions, support, and the other pioneers from around the world.
0: Your dream client is waiting, and you've got what it takes. At Wolf Island, we're believing that this can be the best year yet for your business.